Am I loud? <laughs> I never think. Uh, okay. Um. Hi guys. This is episode three of um. Uh, unfil- raw and unfiltered chaos. I forgot the name because we haven't done it in a couple weeks. I think our last episode was for Valentine's Day, and that was like two weeks ago. Yeah, we were talking about consent, which a lot has happened since then. Well, I've actually learned about consent. <laughs> We've learned a lot about consent since then. Um, this week we're going to talk about friendships and I'm going to try not to talk as much because I don't want to overpower my, my girl over here, Maddie, and I have a habit of talking too much, so. She does not have a habit of talking too much. She thinks she does, but she does not. I do. I do. Are you, are you gonna? Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, so... I don't know how should we start this. So, like, with mental illness, I feel like maintaining friends with mental illness, I feel like it's easier to have friends that are mentally ill than having friends that aren't mentally ill. For sure. Because, like, non-mentally ill people don't seem to understand mental illness. They don't at all. Yeah. But, yeah, like, you're mentally ill, so I feel like that's why we connected very well. Right, it's just an easy thing to connect on, you know, and trauma dumping is such, like, a a thing now that people do that it's just, like, easy to connect with people on your shared trauma and your mental illnesses, you know what I mean? Me telling you about my assault, like, one week into our friendship. (laughs) And I was like, okay, cool, girl. Not cool, but, like, I get it. You know, men suck. And they do be assaulting. Oh, my God, I forgot we have headphones. Hold one now. We do have headphones. Wait. I don't know if they're actually even plugged in, though. That's a good question. Yeah, I feel like they're not. I do not think they are plugged in. It's I, okay. That's so weird. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I had to turn that up. <laughs> okay. Um, I dissociated for a hot minute there. I do that a lot, too. Yeah, that's how I found out I was, like, mentally ill, was because when mm. I was younger, I would dissociate. And I, I would that be was like, stay dreaming when I was. Oh, I don't know. Like I would just like be there, and then like the next moment I would be like, "Where the heck am I?" And like I would think that I was like blacking out, but like now that I'm older, I know what blacking out is because I used to like be an alcoholic. But like now I'm like sober. <laughs> I'll be two months sober the fourth. So. I'm so proud of you. High five. I know. They heard that. See, we high five me. I heard it. We I know. Were. Crazy. Um, we are off topic as hell. <laughs> I know. I couldn't figure out the speakers. It's been, it's, okay. a, it's been a little bit. I don't even remember what we're actually supposed to talk about on this episode besides, like, main Friendships with mental illness. I feel like I, I don't have a good track. No, okay, actually, this is my problem. So I used to be a people pleaser. I mean, I still am sometimes, but I'm really doing... Once I got on Lexapro, I was like, F all of you guys. I'm not people pleasing anymore. So I've gotten better at that. But I think friends that I've had for a long time, because I've pretty much had all the same friends. Like, I haven't really ever lost a friendship, which is probably why it's hard for me to have conflict with my friends, because I've never, like, lost a friend. Like, I've grown apart from friends, but I've never had a friend be like, we're not friends anymore. We're done. So (laughs) you're looking at me like, what? Like, yeah. Oh, I have a lot. Like, that's never happened to me. 
genuinely ever. Oh, like, I've lost friends like every few months. Like I'm still cool with people that like we used to be like really good friends. We're still cool. Like we just fell off because like you know growing apart in distance. But I've never actually like lost a friend, lost a friend. So I think that's why I have such big issues with having conflict with my friends because I haven't like I think I have probably abandonment issues. So I'm like, oh my god, we're not gonna be friends anymore. Like, aww. but with all that being said, now that I've like kind of out of my people pleaser era, like people are like taken aback when I like am like being bold and harsh and stern, I guess you would say with them and not like just get saying what they want to hear. And I like don't back down when we're in conflict and they're like, oh my God, Sarah's not usually like this. Like what's going on? And they get like defensive and stuff because I think they're not used to that with me. So I think like that's been my biggest issue in the past like year just like having conflict with people and not backing down but also getting into deep depressive episodes because i don't even i don't i'm in conflict a lot and i think that's a part of like bpd is like unstable friendships yeah but like i don't know like i don't i i don't think i've ever i now that i think about it i've unfriended like one person that i can think of but other than that people have unfriended me because like they're like no like this is too much to deal with you need help <laughs> dead ass and it's like okay but i've noticed that with myself that i never ever i guess you would say give up but like i would i would say i'd never abandon people like even when i think i should and i'm like you need to get out of my life i will not cut them off even if they are hurting me and they are so toxic for me and damaging for me in my life i will not let them go and i don't know why that is and like i need to feel figure that out and work on it but like I won't let them go like they physically have to remove themselves from my life for me to let them go oh yeah I like just unfriended my like best friend of what is it like 10 10 or 11 years on Facebook recently why well like we like fell off you know she like fell with my boyfriend you know she got into drugs oh well that'll do it yeah and i was like we stopped talking like year like a year ago so i was like why do i still have her i was like i gotta do this we're in two different places and i was like let me just close one eye while i do it (laughs) i did not the one eyeball close i know i was like just hit the button and i did and it was scary. And I was like, I wish I could take it back. But I didn't. Even though her TikTok still says Maddie is my bestie. That kind of hurt. But right. she added me on TikTok, so I don't know what that was about. Right. She's still holding on to that last piece. <sighs> I, I feel like we don't have good... Oh, with that being said, though, like, um, not just, like, shying away from conflict, I think it's, it's not good to have conflict with people, but it's also necessary. Because, like, if you're... conflicting with somebody you're not that means you're probably not just agreeing with everything they say and do which is good as in a friend because you need to be honest with your friend and let them know like hey what you're doing is not okay or hey you have to hold them accountable and sometimes like I'm harsh in the way that I hold people accountable and they get their they I hurt their feelings I'm not gonna say their feelings get hurt but like I hurt their feelings with the way that I'm addressing them like I'm not being because at a certain point I stopped being empathetic like for an for example like my friend she kept going back to the same guy that hurt her over and over and over again and like she was like I feel like you're not being very empathetic and I'm like I'm not (laughs) I literally told her I was like I'm not because I don't understand why you keep going back to someone that's hurt you over and over again and has told you repeatedly he doesn't want anything to do with you he hates you. He's literally threatened 
to do all this crap to you. And I'm like, I, at this point, I can't be empathetic for you anymore because you're doing this to yourself. You know what I mean? You are choosing to engage with somebody that doesn't want anything to do with you and who keeps hurting you. And I'm not going to just keep letting you do that and act like it's okay because it's not. Like, I'm going to hold you accountable for your actions and what you're putting yourself through. And, you know, she didn't like that. Of course she didn't like that. It was the truth and it hurt to hear, but I had to tell her that as her friend and as someone that cared for her. So I think that's also an issue. Like, people don't want to hear the truth. And my therapist would be like, she always used to tell me, like, you need to lower your expectations for people. And I was like, Miss Girl, what are you talking about? Like, I literally was like, how? How should I lower them? I said, I expect people to be decent human beings. That's all I expect. She's like, well, what you are saying is like decent, basic human decency. Like, I guess that's just too much for some people to do. And I'm like, so the bar's in hell is what you're telling me. The bar's in hell. Like, absolutely not. What happened? That motherfucker blocked me. Who? B word? Mm Mm-hmm. On what? As of right now, I know it's Facebook. Like, (laughs) B-F-F-R. That's funny. Well, it's not funny that he blocked you. It's just funny that you just said that. I'm, like, making so many noises in the mic right now. Oh, my God. But, yeah. I feel like when me and you first started being friends, we were kind of in the honeymoon stage where I was like, I want to, like, be, like, as good as I can. There, I feel like there is honeymoon stages. There's like I think it, they're just like that in friendships. Like, you know how you have that in relationships? I think it's the same with friendships. But yeah, we were like that. Yeah. And then we... Like, I don't know when we got out of the honeymoon stage. But I don't know when we like, first had our first conflict. Oh, it was when you were... It was me. No, no, no. Not when you were, but it was when we were supposed to have a discussion and there was miscommunication and I ended up having you wait for me and I went back to my apartment, but I didn't know you were waiting for me because I thought. Oh, yeah. that. Oh, yeah. That was a few few weeks into it. So, yeah, yeah. it took a little bit for us to. And I was like, girl, I thought I said that. Yeah, I was it like, was yeah, it was miscommunication, but yeah, I wasn't really mad at you. I was just like, I was more upset the fact that I lost my earring that night. I was like, holy shit, where the hell did my earring go? Yeah, so I mean, that was a sad night. Sometimes conflict is a case of miscommunication, and also sometimes it is that you guys hurt each other's feelings and need to work it out. And you also have to decide. Okay, so being petty, I used to be so petty, and I still am sometimes. I'm currently being petty right now in this moment, like with people. But you have to have I've you have to have um, an equal friendship with somebody. Like I always say, like friendships and relationships should be should be fifty fifty. You know, sometimes it's sixty forty, seventy thirty, depending on what's going on in each other's lives. You know, you may need to give more, and the person may need to take more. But in general, I think it should be fifty fifty. You should not be giving a hundred and getting zero, and you should not be giving more than you're getting and things of that nature and so with that like we talked about in the last episode like codependency I feel like you can also be very codependent in a friendship which I think is even I wouldn't say it's worse but I feel like it's more detrimental in my opinion like I don't know yeah 
I think that's what some people call him, at least in like the BPD community. A like favorite person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I tend to like romanticize my friends sometimes. I think I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know if it's because like I'm not like fully straight, but like <laughs> I don't think that's what it. Yeah, I don't know, like, I'll develop crushes on my friends. I think that's normal. I think we, we do romanticize people that we're close with, though. Even, not even just, like, boyfriend, girlfriend, like, friends as well. You won't see their flaws until, like, you have that, maybe that first conflict, and you're like, whoa, they're actually kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> well, not that far, but you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you're like, whoa, they are actually a nasty person, nastier than I thought they actually were. But you didn't know because you'd never been in conflict with them before. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> I'm aware. Uh, sorry, you... my heart's just breaking right now that I got blocked. Um, don't worry. He's a man. It's probably a win for you that he blocked <sighs> you. On oh, women's... The first day of Women's History Month, True. Too. That is very anti... Ooh, that's very, um, bad. Yeah, that's very sexist. Yeah, you. that's the word. That's all I was trying to think of, because I was like, it's not racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's Black History Month. Um, anyways, what were we talking about? Maybe he saw that I posted that video of you, and he's like, mm, "She has mm, black friends." Mm, mm. That'll do it. That'll do it to them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's, I think it's easier to be codependent on a friend. I think it's very easy because. You know, friends, you become friends with somebody probably based off of, like I said, shared trauma, shared things you're going through, or, you know, that's your friend. You're going to spill all your tea to them. You're going to let them know everything about you, most likely. Like, I would, yeah. And, I mean, I've been in codependent friendships before. Like, that person was my everything, I would say. Like, they're the friend I go to for everything, like, they're my number one person and that was really unhealthy and I kind of realized that and I was like whoa like this is really bad this is not good yeah my mom always told me not to put all my eggs in one basket yeah except on Easter Sunday (laughs) but um yeah I think that was like a big part of like why I lost a lot of friends was because it was a lot of like pressure on them for me to turn to them a lot and like they felt like they had to always help me yeah and I needed to like get actual help and not just depend on them right I get that it is important to get actual help um but it's also good to have family and friends yeah you need people that you can reach out to like obviously you may need professional help but you you know you can't be alone outside of your therapist and other people like technically you're paying them to help you so it's not really the same as like a friend or a family member being there for you because they probably actually want to be like your therapist kind of has to because you know you're paying <laughs> it's her job and you're paying her you know what i mean i kind of felt like after a while my psychologist that I, I don't see anymore, but I saw him for, like, I think, like, seven years. Ooh, that's a long time. I know. I kind of miss him. I felt like me and him became friends, and, like, that was not healthy. And we just, like, talked about, like, day-to-day stuff after a while. Like, he talked to you about his day-to-day stuff, too? Yeah. Hmm. 
like we just kind of like talked about anything and everything and like it it didn't it seemed more like he just wanted to be we were like buddy buddy and he kind of coddled me mm. that's not somebody you want as a therapist yeah no you need somebody who you know is empathetic and sympathetic and all that good stuff but that also tells you like it is and lets you know when you're being self-destructive and doesn't enable your behavior you need someone like sarah <laughs> she calls you out on everything some people don't like that so yeah some people don't like that you have to find the right friends true um what was i gonna say i forgot oh i also used to have this issue i think this is with people pleasing as well but like i i would always be there for the person if they needed me to like even when i'm drained and my battery's on zero but i would force myself to be there for somebody like if if i if i couldn't i felt like i was letting that person down i was letting myself down i would beat myself up about it and you cannot be there for everybody all the time every time you know what i mean like my mom she she doesn't always answer people's messages right as she gets them and she doesn't always answer people's calls like she'll be like I can't deal with this right now. I'll call them later. Oh, uh, this message is really long. Like, it has a lot. I'll respond to it later. And I'm like, Mom, respond to it right now. But I didn't understand that she was setting that boundary. Like, she can't deal with it at that moment. So she's going to take a break and take the time to get herself better so that she can deal with it. Which I didn't understand why you would do that. I was like what do you mean like help them right now they need you right now help them but you can't do that you can't always put other people before yourself and that's what I always did and I like like I had I gone well I still go through this sometimes but I went through a long period of time where I was just like I'm unappreciated like nobody appreciates what I do I'm always doing stuff for other people and nobody does anything for me like I would just like be like I don't remember the last time anyone did something really nice for me like I remember talking to my snapchat story about it like I was like I just did xyz for this person xyz for this person but I don't remember the last time anybody did anything like that for me like out of the goodness of their heart like you know what I mean and that like really hurt and I and like another example is like I always see people like their friends throwing them surprise birthday parties and I was like I always have to plan my birthday. Like, I literally canceled my birthday plans last year because I didn't want to plan it anymore. I was tired of always having to plan my birthday. Like, I was like, it would be nice if somebody just planned it for me and surprised me and, like, took me out and did all this nice stuff for me just because it's my birthday. You know what I mean? And I felt like I never experienced that. And I never, like, like, I felt like my friendships were unreciprocated and stuff, like, that's kind of like I go through that a lot (laughs) well not a lot but I did go through it for like a long period of time I felt like that (laughs) I don't know what else to say you don't want me talking (laughs) no you can keep talking speak Maddie I don't have anything else to say okay Maddie what was I talking about Oh, yeah, like, that was kind of, like, the 100% and getting nothing back type of friendship. Like, that's what I felt like. Not even just friendships, but I feel like in a lot of my relationships in my life, I was just giving, giving, giving and not getting anything anything back or, like, you know, 
you shouldn't like do things to get stuff back or do things to get a thank you. You know what I mean? Like you shouldn't do that. Like I don't do things because I want people to thank me and like owe me. Like I don't do things so people can owe me something. But like after you just do things and do things over and over again, you kind of feel like people expect you to do that. And I was like, well, I don't want you to expect that I do that when you're not even like, you know, I didn't expect to thank you, but like you didn't say thank you. And I'm like, well, damn, you kind of just like assumed that I should have did that for you because of what I've done for you in the past. You don't even like you're not even grateful anymore. You know what I mean? So how to maintain friendships, set boundaries. Like that's really important. I didn't even know what boundaries were (laughs) until like. not so long ago I didn't know what boundaries were and I didn't know how to set them and I didn't know how to say no and stand my ground definitely communicate with them that's important communication is very very important if and like when you're upset with somebody please tell them because how are they gonna know you're upset with them if you don't tell them like that that would happen sometimes and I'm just like flabbergasted because I'm like You've been upset with me for how long and you didn't tell me and I'm just going on talking to you, blah, 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 That's basically what it's like. And you're just probably getting more aggravated because I don't know. And I'm just talking to you regular and you're like, this, this bitch, she, she did this and she upset and she's just acting like, oh, everything's okay. Well, I didn't know uh, you were upset with me. So how could I apologize or take accountability for my actions? And don't gaslight people. Like, like with the being petty thing, like my mom, I told her I was having conflict with my friend and I was like, yeah, we haven't talked in a week. I'm not reaching out to her. I don't think what I did was wrong. I'm not going to apologize. Like, blah. She's like, Sarah, you're being really prideful right now. And I'm like, what are you talking about, mom? Like, I didn't do nothing wrong. <laughs> I was like, girl, I didn't do nothing wrong. Why should I apologize? She said, is your pride more important than the friendship? And I was I was like, girl, no, but I didn't do nothing wrong. She's like, Sarah, sometimes I don't think I did anything wrong either, but whatever I did hurt their feelings and I need to apologize because I hurt their feelings because I value the friendship. I don't value being right more than I value the friendship. So sometimes, even if you don't think you did anything wrong, you have to apologize if you value the friendship, which I don't always agree with, but sometimes you do have to put your pride to the side and apologize or be the one to reach out first because you guys both can be like being prideful and petty and being like, I'm not going to talk to them till they talk to me first. But like. Mama Daphne smart. I love Daphne. She says it like it is. And sometimes I get mad at her. But Most moms are. But at the same time, if you're always the one reaching out first and you're always the one that has to be like, Oh, like if you are the one that's always holding yourself accountable and apologizing and they never take accountability for what they, how they made you feel or like they gaslight you and stuff like that, that's not okay. And sometimes with those friendships, you kind of just have to pull back. I've had to do that before. I'm like, okay, well, you're not taking accountability when you hurt my feelings. I'm just going to pull back so that I don't get hurt as often as because I know next time I get hurt, I'm not going to want to tell you that you hurt my feelings because you're just going to say I'm being sensitive and 
that's not what you meant and blah. So sometimes they're not open to receiving what you have to tell them. Just pull back. Sometimes you have to do that too. Yeah. One side of friendships suck. So sometimes it's better to just walk away. Yeah. But like I said, I don't know how to do that, so. Yeah, they usually just end on their own for me, so. And it's hard. Friendship breakups are really hard. I mean, I wouldn't really know, but (laughs) I know they're hard just based on, like, when I thought that my friendship was going to end and I'm in distress. And I think that's another thing, like, especially when you're mentally ill, the littlest things can affect your mood and change how you're feeling and change your emotions and change, like, you can get into a depressive episode um, because of the littlest thing. And that that is something I've been working on. I don't know how I've been working on it, but I have been. Like, I remember one time me and one of my best friends got in a really big argument and we didn't talk for days. I was so depressed for those days. I wouldn't eat. I wouldn't brush my teeth. I wouldn't shower. Like, I couldn't sleep. And I already have sleeping problems, so I couldn't sleep. I was just crying all the time. I couldn't stop thinking about situation I couldn't stop thinking about her I literally went I was so impulsive I mean I'm very impulsive when I get depressed so I spent like I spent like probably $500 that day and I got two piercings and I did all this like destructive stuff because I was in a depressive episode like I should not have let conflict with somebody affect me in such a distressful and like distraughtful way and I've been like working on that because whenever I'm in conflict with somebody, I, I typically do get depressed and I do get suicidal and I beat myself up. And that's not okay. Like, it, conflict is obviously scary. Like, you shouldn't necessarily like conflict, but it should not, it shouldn't affect you to the point where you're like, I'm going to kill myself. You know what I mean? So, and if you only have one friend and you're in conflict with that friend, who are you going to talk to? Who are you going to turn to? So... That's also why you need more than one friend, if you can. Quantity also does not mean better than quality. You can have a few friends that are very quality than have many friends that are not that great. Yeah, as long as you have one good quality friend, that's all that matters. Yes, but still have other friends, though. That's not... Yeah. (laughs) Still have other friends, though. Yeah, just have a fallback friend, just in case a backup yeah (laughs) and i feel like i'm talking too much no i tell you that and you're gonna be like sarah you are not letting me no i'm just kidding do you have something to say no not really i don't feel very well me neither today's just been not a good day you know yeah what was i gonna say so my therapist you know she probably is one of the best therapists i've ever had but like i think because she was such a good therapist i wasn't as honest with her as i should have been because i feel like i didn't connect with her because she told me like it was and i remember i was like she's a really good therapist but i feel like i have to censor myself and i can't say and i don't want to say certain things because like she's gonna tell me like it is and she's gonna judge me like and i kind of regret feeling that way but I remember one time she, I was telling her about like conflict I had with a friend and how 
I felt like I was always giving and giving and giving and never getting back. And, and like back to the thing where she was like, oh, you need to um, manage your expectations with people. And she was like asking me about the friend and everything. And she's like, you have to kind of meet people where they're at. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, you have all these expectations for this person that's not doing this for themselves, not doing this for themselves. You are not in the same mindset and space as that person is. So you can't expect them to think the same way as you and like be the same way that you are. And I'm like, well, I'm perfect. Like, everyone should be like me. (laughs) I'm like, I'm perfect. Everyone should be like me. But she was saying, sometimes, she was saying, you have to meet people where they are. Like, you can't expect them to do or be be this person that you made them up to be, you know? And she was saying, you know, you can move your friendships around to different levels. Like, she's like, there's best friend close friend, you know, friend, acquaintance, all those levels. If they're not meeting the requirements of a best friend, whatever your requirements are for a best friend or whatever it is, whatever category that you have them in at that moment, if they're not meeting those those requirements anymore or they're not acting the way that you think your your best friend should act, then you can move them to a different category. And that'll lessen the expectation that you have for them and how they should be treating you and all that jazz. And she was like, you don't have to tell them, you know, just mentally. Because she was like, you are expecting this, that, and the third, and you're not getting it, and it's upsetting you, and you feel as if you're underappreciated. But, like, you're expecting all that from somebody who may not feel the same way about you. And, like, I had to come to a realization that even though you may think so highly of this person, and you may, like, you may think that, you may say they're your best friend and like they're such a great friend and blah, 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 blah. And you would do all this and that for the person. It doesn't mean that that person feels the same way about you. And that's really hard. Like it's really hard um, for that to happen. Like I remember this is like so specific, but I remember it clearly because like I still think about it to this day. Like I had this friend in high school and like we were really close in high school and like we still talk to this day and I remember like for my birthday she just texted me happy birthday and I'm like oh thanks but then like I would always remember that she would always post her friends with like their pictures of them together and write a little paragraph on Instagram and Snapchat or whatever for like her other friends birthdays and I'm like damn why did I just get a text happy birthday like why didn't I get a post on the story you know what I mean And that really hurt me. Like, it was, it's, like, dumb. But, like, to me, I was, like, I would do that for you if it was your birthday. Like, I would, I would do that for her when it's her birthday. And I was, like, well, Sarah, you may have a different relationship with her than she has with you. Like, you may be putting her in the close friend category when to her you are just, like, now a friend. And, like, that hurts, but you have to, like, be honest with yourself and if, you feel as if though you know you're not getting treated the way that a person in that category should treat you then you just move them to a different category and that will limit your expectations that's actually been like i don't know it's like odd but it's like really been helpful for me like recategorizing my friendships and things like that
15 years. My therapist knew a little something. something. <laughs> a little something something. Yeah. So I'm going to throw up. Are you for real? Yeah. You want the trash can? No, I'm okay. I don't know. I ate that big fat burger. I've been eating like crap. I mean, I always do. But like I ate that fat ass burger and like I ate some french fries. I had pickles and bacon and all this crap on it. Not a good idea, but it was really good. Um, friendships. What else is there to talk about with friendships? I think that's about it. You know I can always talk and talk and talk. I know. <laughs> Not good. Um, I was going to say, like, I guess there's, like, different friends for different things. Like, even within the categories, like, Ouch. are they hurting your ears? Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I, th- I think I have small ears. Do you think I have small ears? I don't know. I can't see them. I think I do. Somebody told me I have small ears. You probably do. Um, like, you have different friends for different things. Like, maybe you wouldn't ask your one friend to go to brunch, but maybe you would ask that friend to go clubbing. Like, that's okay that you don't do the same things with all your friends. You know what I mean? That's okay. And, oh, my God, you know, like, there are friends that you have a different personalities for yeah i think birthday parties are the hardest thing for me because like all my friends friend groups and different friends that i have different personalities with are like coming together and i don't know which personality (laughs) to have with all of them in one room and i also don't like having big groups of people around me like I'd rather have like an intimate birthday party with like three friends or like just one friend like for my last birthday it was just me and my best friend and my like one of my best friends and my mom and it was a really good birthday like I know I had canceled all my plans because I was pissed that I had to like plan my whole birthday and I was like yeah I'm not gonna do anything and she was like well okay I'm gonna come down you know if you don't want to do anything we cannot do anything together and I was like okay we went to the aquarium and after that we went to my job because I wanted her to meet my peeps at work and you know I wanted them to know it was my birthday and like it was a very simple day but it was a really good day like and that's kind of how I am like I'm a very loud person and I'm like very extroverted but I get overwhelmed very easily when there's a lot of people around me especially a lot of people that I know like I like intimate settings and I think you just have to figure out what works for you you guys got me interesting at my birthday party hmm it's gonna be interesting at my birthday party seeing how I I act (laughs) yeah that just like stresses me out like having to talk to a million different people like oh there's not gonna be that many people though no i'm like i'm not saying like for like i'm saying like if i had a birthday party like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, like i had a 16th birthday party and there was like 20 plus people invited and i was so overwhelmed and i hated it i did not enjoy that birthday party it was too many people and i was just like oh my god i can't do this and so like after that i never had like a big birthday party again like if somebody planned a surprise party for me of course i'm gonna eat that shit up like i'm gonna have a great time but like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That was a while ago. I think I'm different now, too. But I still like intimate settings. Which is surprising because you're really an extrovert. Can you believe that? Yeah, I know. Uh, it's crazy. Like, I'm an extrovert, but then, like, obviously, when I'm depressed, I'm an introvert. 
I think there's a word for being both. Omnivore? That doesn't sound right. No, that's when you eat both plants and meat. What are you talking about? <laughs> An omnivore? Mm, oh. <laughs> oh my god, you're funny. Name for introvert. I feel like this is like a calming, like a very calm episode. Like I'm not crazy. I just because I'm tired, guys. I'm really tired and I haven't had a good day. Oh, it's ambivert. I was close. Not really. It's ambivert. I'm an ambivert. But I feel like I'm mostly an extrovert because I want to get people out of their shell. Like, I I, I don't necessarily like being life of the party, but I don't like when I'm not myself, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like I typically put on the role as, like, the funny friend and, like, life of the party and, like, not because I want to. That's just, like, how I am naturally. But, like, when I'm, like, depressed and I, like, don't really want to talk to people and I'm kind of introverted and, you know, I hate that. And I, and I like, kind of, like, force myself to be, like, extra, like, I force myself out of, I, like, force myself to act like I'm fine. You know what I mean? I kind of force myself to act like I'm in a good mood and I'm being that funny person just because I want everyone else around me to, like, be in a good mood. Like, I kind of, like, break the ice. Like, I'm that person that if I'm sitting at a table with somebody I don't know, I'll be like, oh, hey, like, I'm Sarah. Like, what's your name? Like, I will be the person to, like, introduce myself and who I'm with to the other people and, like, try to get everyone talking to each other because I don't want anyone to feel left out. Like, that's a big thing with me. I don't want anyone to feel left out. Oh, you did that when I was sitting at that table for the Mia Jackson show? Yeah, like, I try to make sure everyone's included and I feel like I always have to, like, I don't feel like I always have to be that person. But that's genuinely, generally who I try to be. Like, so, what, where did, how did I even start talking about this? I just be going off, I don't even know what I'm talking about. You're talking about how you were an amniovert. Oh, but yeah, like, being an extrovert, it's, it's a, I mean, I'm a blessing and a curse. Like, it's a blessing because I, I can, like, get people out of their shell and, like, make them have fun, I guess you would say. And I try to make people feel as comfortable as possible. But, like, at the same time, it's, like, if I'm not feeling it, then, damn, I'm, like, draining myself. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Getting nervous. Let's talk about our week. I'm depressed. Me, too. That's why we're all, like, down and sad-sounding. Yeah. I'm just, like, waiting to cry. But I don't cry in front of you. Why? I'll comfort you. No, I don't cry in front of people. I hate crying in front of people. Oh, me too. Like, Stop except my mom. Crying. Oh, yeah, I love crying over my mommy. Uh-huh. I did the other day. I think yesterday. Oh, yeah. She gave, she'll, like, rub my head. Oh. You know? Does my mom rub my head? I don't know. She does. <laughs> yeah, guys, this week has been... Wait, I'm saying it's Wednesday, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's Wednesday. Um, Monday? What a way to bring in my birth month, Women's History Month. Amen, Woman's History Month. It's also Maddie's birth month. Woo, 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 woo. Oh, no. Her birthday's coming up. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 I almost fell. I Yo, that would have been so bad. Let's see what happened this week. Monday, I had four, I had three, well, I had four classes, but I didn't go to one. Because I had to support my girl here. Yeah, I found out I was actually assaulted. It was solidified. That was intense. Fun. But it was like, it was like relieving though, right? Yeah, it was, it was relieving. 
Because you were, like, gaslighting yourself. Your oh, mom yeah. was gaslighting you. Oh, yeah. So, I think it was good that you went and talked to her. Oh, yeah. And she could give you that, clo- not closure, but you know what I mean? It was the day my dating life died, officially. Mm-mm. No, that was the day that mother flipper stop messaging me (laughs) um monday was a day i mean every day at the school is a day honestly um i had an exam today Mm. yesterday i had an exam monday i had a mind bio exam how was it you told me i do not think i passed but now my professor has mono so i have no clue (laughs) not the mono it's not funny but it is i've had a lot going on guys you know what i feel like would make a, a bitch happy Mm, what? Wingstop. I've never had a Wingstop. I know. I really want it. But I'm going to have to get it. You can. You can order it. No. Money, mm. honey. True. Guys, I... This kind of goes with what we were talking about. But, like, there's, like, a, a thing about, like, being the bigger person and how, like, it never does anything for you. Like, you need to not be the bigger person you need to be petty you need to be a bitch and not like oh what the hell is all that oh you know how choosing to be nice instead of like being an asshole like when you're like talking to somebody and like you know ending things or whatever like they're like being nice has never like fulfilled me or like given me the pleasure like i've always regretted being nice but i've never regretting letting letting somebody have it and I feel that. I've regretted being nice. I've never, like, I mean, I've regretted being mean, I guess you would say. But I've always regretted being nice to, to when somebody deserved, like, to get cussed out. Like, I've regretted that way more and remembered that way more than when I was mean and they deserved it. I... I, but I also apologize. So, like, if I genuinely didn't think they deserved it i apologize but i mean like in the instances where i was like i should have let you have it and i didn't i will never forget that and i'll always regret not letting that person have it no i hate when like the argument's over and i think of something slick afterwards yes i get so pissed i get so mad i get so mad and i was talking about that with my roommate i was like i had like the best tea ever and i never brought it up in the argument he was like, you could have literally annihilated the argument, but you chose literally. to keep it to yourself. I'm like, I know. I just didn't want to. I was telling my boyfriend that I was, well, this is, I posted about my story about being petty. And I was telling him how when I was having an argument with somebody recently, I was going to send a meme. Like, I have a, a folder of memes, like, to send when you're in an argument with somebody to piss them off. And I told him I was going to send one, but I didn't because I felt bad. And I was like, I should have fucking sent it. Like, I was like, he was like, really, Sarah? What would that have done? I was like, it would have been funny as hell and it would have made me feel better. And I regret not sending it, but I don't regret being nice. I mean, I regret not sending it and I regret being nice in my response that I actually gave. I'll never have that chance again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I... I don't really know how I handle confrontations. I think I'm usually just submissive. That was my issue. Yeah, people pleasing. Yeah. I think I'm still like that. I think it's the daddy daddy issues in me. Well, that'll do it. A little trauma bean. I think that's also me because, like, my anxiety used to be really bad. I used to be scared of my dad. Not because he's, like, abusive or anything. Like, he's not. He's just, like, 
he's just like a grumpy old man. <laughs> he's a grumpy old man. So I used to be scared of him. And now I'm like not scared. Like, I mean, you shouldn't talk back to your parents, but like I talk back to him because sometimes he just says ridiculous stuff. And I'm like, absolutely not. Tony Goodman, absolutely not. And like, I go back and forth with him now, which again, you shouldn't disrespect your parents, but sometimes, sometimes you can't let stuff slide. Like sometimes you'd be like, that's not okay for you to say. And like, I think that's what has also gotten me out of my shell with being submissive during arguments because like, you know, in a black household, you cannot disrespect your parents. You cannot talk back to them. Like you, I still shouldn't be, but now that I'm older and I have more confidence and I'm like not a little kid anymore. And now that I, you know, have that back and forth with him, I can do that with anyone else. Cause like I said, I used to be terrified of him again, not cause he's abusive or anything. He's just like a grumpy old man. <laughs> he's just a grumpy old man. And I had really bad anxiety. So I was like, I don't want him to say no to me. I don't like rejection. So it's like, I don't want him to tell me no. Like, I don't, I, I want to go to my friend's birthday party. I'm going to ask my mom because she'll say yes. If I ask my dad, he'll say no. And he used to get mad at me about that. He used to be like, Sarah, you need to stop asking your mom. You need to ask me. And I was like, but I know you're going to say no. <laughs> Separated parent problems. Oh, yeah. Well, my parents are together. Yeah. I mean, I like, I never, I barely ever saw my dad anyway, so. It yeah, with with the being mean instead of being nice, you can always go back and apologize if you genuinely regret being mean to them. But if you were nice and you regret being nice, you can't go back and be mean. It doesn't work like that. That's why you should be mean first and then apologize later if you feel bad. <laughs> it's bad advice, but that's what I'm living by now. Yeah, unless they haven't seen the text message yet, and then you can go, like, edit it quickly. Yeah, edit or delete it, but, like, I don't know. I don't really, but the thing with me, though, is, like, people will be, like, I feel like people try to, not, oh, not people try to, like, get me in trouble, but I think people don't think that I will take accountability for what I say and, like, my actions. Like, I will tell somebody that, like, Say I told you to shut the fuck up, you fat bitch, or something like that. None of that is true. You're not a bitch or fat. But, like, say I said that to you, and you're like, I'm going to go tell your mom. And I'll be like, okay, I'll tell her myself. I'll be like, I'll be like, say you say you told my mom. And my mom was like, Sarah, did you call Maddie an ugly fat bitch and tell her to shut up? I'd be like, yeah, I did. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to lie and say I didn't say that. I feel like people think that. I'm going to like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Don't tell on me. Like, I'm going to take accountability for what I said. I'll be like, yeah, I said that and I shouldn't have. Or yeah, I said that and I don't regret saying it. That's how I am. So like, I feel like that also like just trips people up because they're like, oh, oh, I told on you. And I'm like, okay. And I'll tell them that I said it and I'll take accountability. I don't care. Why am I going to lie? I said it. And what? That was just an example. You're not. That was scary. That was scary. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're, you're like. Your attitude came out for a second. It was. Yeah. Insane. Don't get me mad. Because, bitch, I'll snap on you for real. Well, you can see your snaps. Really? Yeah, do you see them? That's cool. <laughs> yeah, don't get an attitude. No, not don't get an attitude. Me. Don't make me upset and have me have an attitude. Because I have really bad attitude issues. Period. Real bad. So. I like to think I'm a docile being. Docile? 
calm? Oh, yeah. You are. Your voice is so calming. Seriously. Like, whenever you talk to me, I'm like, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always like, oh, my God, Maddie's so sweet. And then I'm like, here I am. Loud as fuck. Aggressive as fuck. I know. I'm really hoping when we were holding hands earlier, people thought we were a gay couple. People have thought that before with me and Riley. And that was hilarious. Janiah thought we were dating for, like, the longest time. And I was like, no, I have a boyfriend. (laughs) That was so funny. But, yeah, I do like confusing people. It's one of my favorite pastimes. I know. It was funny how you introduced me to Justin. Like, I don't know who he is. How do you know Justin? He lives on the first floor of my building. Oh, I didn't know you know people in your building. I don't know people in my building. <laughs> yeah, he's the RA. Oh, yeah. As he's as your RA? No, but as soon as you walk in, right there's his, bu- right there's his door. Oh. RA Justin. I don't know the R. I don't know the RAs in my building, so I just figured oh. you didn't know who he was. Yeah, he's usually the first one there for a fire girl. Well, my mom snuck back in and she was like, is he looking? And I was like, no. That's Justin for you. He's yeah. a noble guy. Yeah. He's but, a good guy. But didn't see any of my mom get in. <laughs> He's a good guy. Too good sometimes. Just wanna. Sometimes I just wanna. Yeah. He's but, a tall bean. He is very tall. It's kind of scary sometimes. Because he's a man, you know? But, you know. Uh. But guys, it's just something. Oh, something exciting though. I cut my friend's hair last week and it turned out really good. And then I bought some new clippers and like all the barber stuff. I got the clippers, I got the cave, I got the little brush used to brush the hair off their neck. I got the right, like what's it called? The little straight razor to like do the beard. Like I'm so excited. Like I like teach myself to do a lot of stuff, which is why I look, kind of love myself. Like I do a lot of things by myself. Like I cut my own hair. I do my own bleach and dye jobs. Like, I can do my own nails. I can cut people's hair. I can do different hairstyles on people. Like, I pretty much try to do everything that I can on my own. I'm not having to spend money for it. The one thing I won't do, though, is cook. <laughs> I'm pretty good at cutting, too. I do everything. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, please. Please. I'll do everything but cook. Like, I won't DIY everything, but I'm not making no food. I don't know. It just, like, doesn't do it for me. It's too stressful. I dabble in the kitchen. You dabble? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, God. That was so embarrassing. (laughs) Guys, I just dabbed twice. It was very embarrassing. I don't know. I don't know if dabble... No, I think that is with a B. I don't think that's with a P. It's with the B, I think. Yeah. yeah. Dabble is like, I think that's what I think of when you say dabble. Like, do, do, do. Yeah. Do, do, do. Let's take deep breaths. In. Out. Oh, that just gets in my nose. I literally do this sometimes so I can get full inspiration. Oh, I didn't know which way I was supposed to breathe through. Out my nose. Mm-hmm. And out through your mouth. I'm a mouth breather. Really? That's not good for you. I'm aware of Chuck. Oh, okay. I was just letting you know, you know. I don't know. Who? Where did I hear that show? Oh, yeah, that was on Stranger Things where Elle would call and mouth breathers. <laughs> I don't want... Look at how long my leg hair is. That's so ugly. Yeah, I now am growing back hair. I don't care, though. I never shave my legs in the winter. Like, why? My legs are covered. My mom hates that. And I'm like, girl, please. 
I am so sad I shaved. Why? I spent two hours shaving for no reason. <laughs> Do you see this? You broke your nail shaving? No. I took the snail off so that when I had my alone time, it would stop hurting. Because this, this, this nail was long. And when I masturbated, it hurt. So what is going on? No, listen, 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 listen. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, I didn't know what was going on right now. Okay. It's like alone time, it hurt. What are you talking okay. about? So, this is my finger Okay, twist. okay, okay. Kay. Uh-huh, yeah. Nails hurt vagina. You didn't, you didn't know that, though, that it hurt? Yes, I knew it hurt, but like. You didn't, why didn't you cut it before if it hurt? Well, it usually it doesn't hurt, but like I I had done it a few days in a row, so it was getting uh, raw. Uh, okay. So I was got just it, like, it, you it, know it. what? I'm feeling this boy rip nail. I did it for a boy, a boy. So why did you feel that you had to do that for him? Cause I was I was like I was like wow, I'm trying to like imagine what it'll be like when when we get together sometime. What does that have to do with your fingernails? What I'm saying? Cause I was imagining it was him. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I understand. Yeah. Now I understand what the issue is. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. Well. But if anybody asks me to say I'm a lesbian. That works. No. Your nails are really nice. You should paint them. Or let me paint them. Yeah, I don't know how to paint. I know. I have tremors. Me too. I don't know how I do things with tremors. (laughs) That was so embarrassing when I was, like, cutting my friend's hair last week, and I didn't tell my trimmers. And I was like, you know, I didn't tell you I had trimmers before I started cutting hair because you probably wouldn't have let me carry He's like, yeah, I know you have trimmers. I can feel it. I was like, that is so embarrassing. That is so embarrassing. I'm, I'm, imagine I'm cutting your hair and my hand's just shaking. Actually, my barber's hand used to shake. Well, my barber in New York, I used to go to a barber in New York, but I'm broke now, so I come out here. His hand used to be shaking. And I swear one time he made my hairline crooked. <laughs> I swear to God he did. And I remember that every time he'd be like, you know, around the edges or lining me up, I'd be like, oh my God, his hands are shaking. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I swear to God, the one day that I told him he better not make my hairline crooked, he did. So I'm beginning to think it was on purpose. I'm watching you stick. That's his name. I love stick though. He's cool. But still, I think he made my hairline crooked one time. Well, hopefully he doesn't drive stick because... (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what his real name is, because, like, why is his name Stick? Like, people be like, Stick? Who's Stick? I'm like, my barber. Your barber's name is Stick? Yeah, that's probably not his real name. Duh. But that's what he goes by. Mm, my name's Maddie. That's not my actual name. That's what I go by. My name's Sarah, and that's what I go by, because there's no nicknames for Sarah except Sarah Bear, and I don't approve. Oh, I used to call someone that. Some People used to call me that when I was young, and I absolutely hated it. Absolutely hated it. I was like, why are you calling me that? My name is Sarah. Sarah I actually don't like nicknames. I just started calling people their nicknames, but I, I, I only really call you your nickname. But, like, other people, I don't like calling them their nicknames. Like, my roommate's name is Charisma, and people call her Rizzy, and I'm like, no, your name's Charisma. Absolutely not. Like, I don't like nicknames. Or people, my brother's name is Samuel, and they'll call him Sammy. I'm like, his name is not Sammy, it's Samuel. My sister's Susanna, and people call her Susie. I'm like, her name's not Susie, it's Susanna. Like, I don't like nicknames. I don't know why. They just, maybe I'm jealous that I don't have a nickname. Maybe that's what that is about. Do you want me to call you Sarah? Absolutely not. (laughs) No. That's what my mom used to call my vagine when I was little. Why? (laughs) No, not Sarah. Susie. Oh, oh, okay. I was like, what? No, she'd be like, 
pictures like say Susie. I think she still says that. I'm trying to see what we have on our list. <sighs> well, people. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to see. What do we want to talk about? Look at the list. What do we want to talk about next? Mm-hmm. We didn't really talk about how to maintain them. But hey, we kind of did. I don't know. Yeah. We just love talking. That's all this is about. <laughs> I was depressed for like 50% of the thing. Cause it's okay. Me too. I was reeling. I have to take a poo. Yes, girls really poo, nice everybody. Oh, I took a really nice one today. I'm really proud today. of you. Um. <laughs> I want to do like a, like a... Uh, risque one i mean everything we talk about is like crazy do you want to do suicide is it selfish or do you want to do um yeah we can do suicide suicide okay next week we're going to talk about suicide and is it selfish and that's where we're gonna end off today thanks for coming to our podcast episode three Bye. bye